0: It's ghosticles time,
1: it's ghosticles time, it's 2021 and it is ghosticles time, and it
0: doesn't have anything to do with
1: testicles.
0: That we know of, I don't know. This. And it's me and always and I
1: am always thinking about testicles, my own or someone else's. Mm-hmm. Uh, and okay. I'm, I'm, I'm J. Michael Tatum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is Ghosticles, if you couldn't tell. The
0: ghost, the um, Google intentions, If you didn't know
1: this was Ghosticles, how would you get here? We'd like to know. Leave your comment That's in the right. comments. Do we have comments? We, I don't know. Um, I feel like
0: we very rarely introduce ourselves on Ghosticles. I think we just start talking.
1: Yeah, it's usually, yeah, it's weird. We haven't done this in so long. <laughs> I know,
0: it's been a while. I've forgotten we some emotional breaks, some stress breaks, some yes. the world is ending breaks. Yeah. Uh, a sanity we're sabbatical. <sighs> we're trying to get back on track. Trying to get on track. So this week though, um, we are finally answering the questions that people sent in. The burning so questions. questions. The burning questions that, uh, that you, then, you know,
1: our listeners. Let us know have if you love
0: this cuz we'll do some us. more of it.
1: I know it's fun. I like being I I do better and, and maybe it's because of our experience on the convention circuit where they just give us Q&A panels. I I thrive in a Q&A panel because I have an answer to everything, whether it's That's true. whether it's a good one or not. That you know, it depends, but I always have an answer. So I feel like questions are a great form for me to just fill with answers. So I I like it, I like it. we should do we should do these often. So I encourage our listeners to send in more questions. Good good more questions. More questions. We'll
0: create a list. Creative questions. Uh, I am not great at answers, but I'm really great at saying, "I don't know. Here are options." That's and an so answer. That...
1: That's perfectly, that's an interesting answer. That's not, oh, okay. that's that's an answer. I mean, it's not, right. a, I don't say, it's not like the SAT. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Thank God, because I'm true. not good at that. But
0: What would you say is your number one question at a convention?
1: Uh, how, do, how do I get into voice acting? Uh, yeah. it, some variation. It's either how did I personally get into voice acting, um, which I, I'm happy to tell that story, but I've told it so many times that I feel like I just don't tell it with the same uh, je dérive anymore because I'm just kind of like, oh, I'm not, mm, where, used sure to, where in the old days I used to be like well it happened like this now I'm kind of like oh yeah, yeah it happened.
0: yeah <laughs> um, I auditioned I got but the but
1: biggest question is you know some variation on like what advice would you give to someone that wants to get into voice acting and it's like oh man that's a that's a whole other panel so I try to be concise and be like you know take acting workshops focus on the acting part of it and mm-hmm. um, you know, look and do do as much research. It's not it's not really a discipline that you can just feel your way through. I mean, well, it is, but I mean, mm-hmm. it's not a, it's not a the business it's easier the business side of it is not something you can feel your way through. You have no. to figure out how does this work? How does an agency work? How do I how do I get auditions? What's how do I put my best fort, uh, foot forward for them? Kind of thing. That's that's something that no amount of being talented at acting
0: <laughs> can right. help you with. And it's ever changing too, right? Mm-hmm. Like so, mm-hmm. the landscape especially is always with COVID shifting. and everything. It's totally different now than it was to years ago and then from when we started it's totally different so sometimes people will ask how do i get into voice acting and my answer is i absolutely do not know i have no clue how you're gonna do it i don't know how i would do it if i started right now yeah so research it's like now
1: now more than anything you have to be you have to wear so many hats because you have to be you know you have to be an actor you have to um you have to be an engineer you have to be a director yeah. uh because we have to self direct especially on auditions. Mm-hmm. um you know yeah. and and you have to you have to be a schmoozer you know but but you have to you you have to draw you have to play it really cool you can't be the kind of schmoozer that, that um is too aggressively seeks work cuz then you get a reputation yeah. for being that guy
0: it's gross and
1: yeah. uh so it's it's we- it's hard it's it's weird but it's just not a It is not a fallback profession for anyone that's just like, man, I hate my job. I want, I I know, I'll go join the circus. If it's that kind of thing, like, I'm sure it's probably easier to join the circus than it is to become a voice actor. That's what I was going to say.
0: You probably should join the circus.
1: Yeah, fuck, I, joining the circus is my fallback plan.
0: Right, yeah. Uh, It's going to be my forward plan here in a little bit. Uh, So I would say that mine, you know, most voice actors, number one question is Mm -hmm. how do I get into voice acting or how Mm -hmm. do you become a voice actor, stuff like that. That is not mine. Mm. Hmm. That is not mine. Mine. What's yours? Is when is the next season of High School DxD?
1: Oh yeah, that. This they is a always show say. that I've been.
0: <laughs> I mean, since the first uh, episode, first season came out like eight years ago or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, every the it'll the season will be over, and then about six months later, I start getting that question: When's mm. the next season? What's the next season? And so now there's like, I think there's been t- it's two years since the last season, I think, uh-huh. and so it has been incessant, and I try. I try to say, I don't, I don't know. I don't fucking know. That's the truth. And everybody always finds out before me. Usually fans tell me I don't work for Funimation. I don't (laughs) write script adaptations. I don't get any information ahead of time. Uh, And so I only know if I'm cast in it and they're they're pulling me in to record. Mm. But usually by then, everybody knows that the show's done. So it's like, I don't, and then they're like, well, can you like let us know if you're even recording it? And then I'll just be like, No, I I can't let you know if I was, but I'm not. (laughs) <laughs> and so, but they don't believe me they just know they don't, that I'm it keeping doesn't matter secret. if it's not the
1: answer they want to hear they never so I'm just going to start telling people oh yeah no it's already out what are you talking about it's been out for like a year
0: yeah we've done it it's um, done yeah, yeah. And, then just,
1: and just let them kind of go oh and then scramble away looking for it and be like ha yeah. ha I'm just going to troll them <laughs> I think because I could ask yeah. that I get all I for me it's always aura I School them. Host up too, and I'm like it's been 14 years I don't, don't at this point it could be another 14 it could be tomorrow I don't know
0: we don't, I don't know I don't know. I'll know when I go in. Um, that's one of the things too that I've started kind of trolling back and like new announcement. Ask Funimation. <laughs> this is only totally about them and Funimation. Yeah. Funimation makes some announcements about it. I and don't Funimation, know. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god! But we do
0: have other questions that. <laughs> that I like yes you guys the other questions
1: that our fans uh, listeners didn't ask uh, or that uh, that did, did ask, ask that have nothing to do with with the question we normally we get asked by fans. <laughs> we just thought yeah, we'd cover yeah. that right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, shall you I? Shall I? Yeah, I'll ask the first one. This comes from Jeannie yeah. Brass. Um, we've heard mention of an affinity for cryptids. Frankly, I love the Church Grim uh, Black Dog one, which is the one that Jamie did, which is so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. So I have to wonder which cryptid is each of your favorite. Uh, if not one, uh, what are the tops on your list?
0: Yeah. Jenny also wrote this the dog story. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Read. Oh god, I was yeah. oh, I love that. Early, That's Early right. on, early, it's early the, days. was yeah, one, one of my, one of my yeah, yeah. It's so touching.
1: Um mm. you know, I'm going to I I have a very boring answer. Like I love cryptids. Um Probably as much as I love ghosts, maybe even a little more sometimes. It just depends on the mood I'm in because, I don't know, cryptids, they, it's such a wide umbrella of terms, uh, of of things mm-hmm. that apply. So it's like, ooh, I could, if I'm feeling like I want to look at scary shit in the woods, I could look at this cryptid. If I want to look to the skies, mm-hmm. this cryptid or, you know, whatever. Um, but I'm going to be boring. My answer is Bigfoot. I, I Bigfoot is kind of the granddaddy of the cryptids. And I still think very compelling. And every now and again, I'll look up videos of, you know, recent supposed sightings of Bigfoot, and I'm, I'm like, okay, whatever. And my and I think my opinion on whether or not Bigfoot actually exists has undergone the most change in my life. Like, I went from being a total believer to being a total skeptic, and now I'm back to being a believer with a little bit more skepticism than I had when I was originally a believer, but I'm convinced I'm, I'm, there's more to it than people are generally willing to give credit for. I'm like, I think Bigfoot might be a thing. I don't know. No, I'm sure I'll, you know, I'm sure I'm wrong, but it doesn't yeah. feel like I'm wrong.
0: <laughs> I don't feel wrong. Yeah, I
1: just, that. I think there's some pretty compelling evidence of something. Now, I, again, I should say, just like with ghosts, I don't know what Bigfoot is. I don't know if a Bigfoot right. is it just an undiscovered primate. Because there's a lot of que- if it is how how did we not discover it? How's it taken so long? You know, there's some questions there. If it's something supernatural or whatever, I don't know. I don't know, but I, I think there's some. I think there's more to it than what the the dyed-in-the-wool skeptics like to write it off as. Like I don't think it's just fucking fakes. People in ape suits all the time. Sometimes sometimes it is, but I don't think. Uh, yeah, and, and there's something about there's something about the wild the wild men in the woods that I just find a very a deeply. Um, I have an affinity for that trope. Maybe that's because of the sort of person I am. I hope to be a wild man in the woods one day. (laughs) Yeah, I'll be the the Diogenes of you know North America.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and then we'll only ever talk through Zoom (laughs) because. And uh, and I'll I'll have
1: a beard down to my knees, and (laughs) I'll I'll live in a a little lean-to in the forest somewhere.
0: Your beard will grow into books, and beard then roots
1: will go. And That's I really where like, I will, this I like this visual. I'm going to look like I want to look like Radagast the Brown from The Hobbit. That's my yeah. that's my ass, but that's, not as stinky. I see him as asper. No, I'm, I'm I need to be as stinky, or people won't mistake me for Bigfoot because the smell is, you know, part and parcel of the experience.
0: But why can't you smell like roses?
1: Because then people won't What's think that? I. Because then people won't think I'm Bigfoot, and where's the fun in that? <laughs>
0: we'll it'll confuse them. All this time, Bigfoot smelled like roses. <laughs> um for me uh i would say well i always like things that have a little magic to them Mm, right mm. i love an idea of something that's a little more magical so i love a church grim too don't get Mm, me wrong mm -hmm, give mm -hmm. me a church grim story any day i love it um but i also like um any like native stories like the wendigo love that Mm -hmm. really really love that um native american stories (laughs) but then also I love the old Celtic fae. So I like the magical yeah. like yeah. Mm. that all that stuff. Anything that's a little more magical behind it than just like this is a creature we didn't know existed, a chupacabra. It's like that's just a dog that has mane. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I like yeah. I like a little more magic to my to
1: my, I'll, I'll add to that. I, I like I like the magical version of Bigfoot more than I like the just you know undiscovered primate angle. I like I like the weird. Yeah. It's why I like. I started doing research months ago into hopefully putting it into a, one of our episodes one day of like the mm-hmm. really the Bigfoot sightings you don't hear about because the the Bigfoot followers that don't want people to ridicule the concept are like no we can't tell them that story because it's way too out there. But there are actually a, quite a bit of really out there Bigfoot encounters that are credible. But that just do not fucking fit any kind of preconceived notion of what the fuck these creatures are. It's like, oh, yeah, they're they're clearly not just undiscovered primates. They're that and also maybe dimensional shifters or whatever. It's like it's it's almost comical how weird they can be. And I love that shit. I love it. So I, I tend toward the more magical, if you like, version of Bigfoot myself.
0: Oh, good! A lot of so potential we like there. the magic ones. We do the we magic. Do. Ones. I mean, we like yeah. magic.
1: That's why we do what we do. We're we're I, we I'm do. deeply invested in the idea of a magical universe, even if it's dark. Yeah. especially if it's dark. Yeah. it just speaks to me.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, okay. Next, also from Twitter, is from Smee Frost. Mm. <laughs> What's the name? me frost what, um, a, what about for me? both of you which this is for both of you but mm. uh your memory of books is better than mine so which books <laughs> or stories frightened you most as a kid how do you feel about them now from an adult's perspective
1: uh oh god a lot the first time my dad used to read um stephen k books when they first came out and then when he was done he just passed them <laughs> over to me and i can remember thinking like oh i really liked carrie uh, and a few other books that he read. But when it came out, like his big magnum opus at the time was was it when it came out. I don't think a bo- uh, any book. I don't think I'd read a book that long before. And I was like, yeah, how scary could it be? Like I, I I found him like fun and I liked it spooky. But I wasn't like disturbed by King because I just wasn't that kid. Uh, but I read it and it fucked me up it really did yeah, i was like it just even the even, really the, even just the opening chapter the, the, the prologue where georgie you know gets gets uh, eaten and it, or his arm ripped off i was like oh, oh, like it made me nauseous reading that and that never yeah. have i never had that visceral a reaction to a book before so that that's one um also well Pose, it opens
0: up so strong though like a child goes. is getting killed yeah. and so you and you're it's, signing and up it's very much like hereditary right mm-hmm. like you you know immediately like you're in for some shit yeah. <laughs> and that story. Yeah. Uh but it really fucked up anyone from our generation.
1: Yeah, it really did. And and in and many
0: ways, multiple ways.
1: Also, uh I read a lot of Edgar Allan Poe when I was a kid because my grandmother mm. lit, lit professor, but um and I loved all of his stuff, but something about the Cask of Amontillado stood out for me because it was the most yeah. kind of quasi-realistic where it was like, oh, it's just this dude that's getting like this revenge, this very simple but terrifying revenge on someone that he doesn't like. And it's just the way it goes about like it really it stayed. it really I began, I think I I uh over identified with the protagonist of that story in a way that began to disturb me. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm disturbed that I'm like, like, yeah, you go.'" <laughs> I was like, "Oh, yeah. wait, he just killed someone. That's not. That's not right. I shouldn't feel that way." So even as a young kid, I was like, "Am I a little psychotic because I was like it <laughs> because I was kind of rooting for the bad guy?' Like, you know." <laughs> but so that that was my first uh, encounter of like, "Oh, I, oh." Oh, I feel something right. here.
0: Uh, I think for me, Poe, the one that stuck with me as a kid was uh, was A Telltale Heart. Yeah. That one really so stuck to me. And that's probably why I love any kind of stories of where people are sleeping in rooms with dead bodies and don't know it. <laughs> It's <laughs> probably because <laughs> of that.
1: God, it's such a great story. I, I love... Uh, Man, very few authors, writers did the 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 unreliable narrator better than than Poe. The whole idea of like the story you're, you're being taken on a ride with is being told by someone that's fucking nuts <laughs> and is yeah. clearly psychotic and may kill you. Like this, Poe just gets that. Like, ah, uh, I love Poe. Yeah.
0: But yeah, those are I, those are some examples. Yeah, I would say for me, it wasn't necessarily stories I read because, of course, you know. I was getting the scary stories to read in the dark when I was a kid. And when we were children, again, uh, we were allowed to be scared and bump our knees and fall down off our bikes without helmets. Our parents
1: love scaring the shit out of us.
0: It's true. It's true. And so... I don't know why, but uh, yeah, they did. Yeah, Jack Jack has no... Like, you can't startle him. He he can't get scared in a movie. If he's watching a movie, if it makes him, like, lean backwards, it's like, ooh, that was a good one. Sam, Because same. <laughs> his, his stepfather would jump out at him all the time, like nonstop growing up. And and it scared him so much. Eventually, he just got used to it. Ex- he expects something to jump out at him at all times. And so he's not scared of it. And it, it's, yeah, it's kind like, of twisted uh, yeah. his sense like with the dogs. He's like, I got to keep scaring them so it'll break them up. And I'm like, it's not working. <laughs> you need to stop. Yeah, it's not, it's not <laughs> how it works with dogs typically. I got to scare him. It's not, it's not the God. same thing. But um but, anyway, um uh, my a lot of the stories that my mom told me when I was a kid, and then my grandmother told me when I was a kid about things that happened in the family. Uh. Those are things that stuck with me and scared with, you know, scared me. You know, my mom being in the basement of that house, and I've mm. told the story before, but doing laundry, um, you know, running up the stairs and having something grab her foot and pull it out from under her, seeing the figure of a man and running from it and getting to this next floor and turning around and seeing that he was still behind her and he was not human, Uh. um, and being uh, saved by her little Uh. uh, miniature poodle, uh, barking at him till he disappeared, you know? And then finding out, you know, later finding out that my grandmother had experiences there, my my uncles had experiences there. And so, uh, but those stories I kind of heard growing up Because it's just something that we did. And those were always pretty scary to me. The idea that, yeah. you know, somebody could stare at you with red eyes and uh, you couldn't make them go away. Uh, and, you uh. know, <laughs> yeah, those types of things really, really, yeah, those were disturbing for me. Um, but they were family stories. So, yeah, my grandma's was my grandma's was really good too. The In the same basement where my mom was doing laundry, my grandmother was doing laundry, and she could feel someone breathing on her neck. Oof. My grandmother... And this is probably where I get it from. My grandmother was like, I am not going to let something tell me. I cannot do laundry in my own basement. <laughs> so she stood there the while it bills. did laundry. Yes. <laughs> she stood there feeling it breathing on her neck, knowing she it did not want her there. Like this very, very sense of dread, but also air on her mm-hmm. neck and knowing no, nothing else was down there with her. So she did it. Mm-hmm. She put it in the wash and then she put it in the dryer and sat there the entire time just <laughs> stood there waiting for it until it got done. And then she pulled it out and she folded all of the clothes and she took them upstairs. And then she never went down in the basement without anyone else being at home again. Oh, <laughs> like she just was right. like, She's I did like, it that I once. I did it once. I did and it then- <laughs> once.
1: I, I was brave. Now, now shut up. Everyone shut never up again. and do your own yeah. fucking laundry from now on. <laughs>
0: yeah. Which, I mean, it's laundry. It's just breath on a neck, right? Grand scheme. Nothing terrible happened to her, but that idea is just <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, so that uh, would be mine. My, my, oh my, my actual stories and my family.
1: All right, so the next one comes from uh, a thick chocolate milkshake. That's it.
0: Yes, I like that. I, love that. I like
1: your style. Uh, would you rather spend the night uh, on a haunted farm or be locked in a haunted basement with your best friend? I'm gonna say haunted farm because uh, more rooms to explore, and I don't, I don't like being. I am more scared of being locked somewhere. I'm more, I'm more afraid of being trapped than I am of, of yeah. ghosts. Uh, and I so would, this, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the farm.
0: I need more information. So <laughs> Like what's I it alone? haunted by?
1: It sounds like you're alone on a haunted farm or alone with someone in, in a haunted basement.
0: I would rather be with someone.
1: But you're locked in. I don't like that. I'm like, I'd love yeah, but for i how love long? my friends too. I don't I don't know. I don't know. But any amount of time. Mean, if it's five if minutes, I'm not that's alone, fine, but it's like I I'd rather be on the farm. I can't farm. handle it. I'm I'm very I wouldn't say I'm claustrophobic because I don't have a problem with, with tight, closed-in spaces. I do have a problem with being locked in something. I don't care how big the space also, is. If I'm locked in something, I freak out. So the idea right. of being anywhere, even with my best friend locked somewhere, I'm like, uh, sorry, I'm not going to be in my, yeah, I'm going to be a useless fucking friend in that moment because I'm going to be in a panic.
0: Right. In my in my mind, this basement is, like, completely finished. So we've got a restroom, we've got a television area. No, I'm thinking, right? like that's just, in my, now, if it's a creepy basement, I'm that's thinking clearly creepy basement. haunted and creepy. I'm thinking because like serial killer basement. basement. It's haunted like It's,
1: it's the, the basement from the girl with the dragon tattoo. That's what I'm picturing.
0: Okay, so then...
1: I don't want to be in there with my best friend. Because then that means but, my best friend is probably a murderer.
0: <laughs> well, in that case, yeah. But I don't know. The farm thing, I guess I have, as a woman, just different fears of being alone on a farm.
1: I get it. I get in it. In like, don't
0: way out in the middle of nowhere.
1: I find neither of these ideas appealing, just to be clear. Right. But I just, I I'm like the idea of like, I'm going to go farm because I like the openness. I, I need the openness to breathe easy for me. I, but I'm still right. going to be just, I'm probably just as afraid, but I'll be less in panic mode.
0: Because if I'll be like, at were, least I
1: could run outside at some point. Where... If you
0: were trapped in the basement, who would be the friend in there? It can't be me. So uh we it'd, be that either. it'd be Devin. It'd
1: be Devin. Because Devin is super yeah. level headed and Devin would be like, Oh, that's a ghost that's coming for us. It's weird. And I'd be like, Okay, I need I need I need that anchor. <laughs>
0: that's the same thing. It would be Jack. hundred yeah. yeah, percent it exactly. would be Jack. So be yeah. Devin. It
1: would not be Brandon, because Brandon and I would panic it exactly the same way and be absolutely right. useless for each other in that moment. But if it Devin Devin was with us, then it'd be like, Oh, we're we're good. We're good. Devin's
0: gonna yeah. be like Jack would like see something cross in front of him and he'd be like, That is Very strange. Devin's also so sweet and good-natured. He's not going to be startled. He'd calm me down. I could be as scared as I could possibly be, and he would help calm me down. That's who I would want with me.
1: Yeah. Devin would be the kind of guy to go over to the ghost, I know how how terrifying it was, and be like, you okay, buddy?
0: (laughs) How you doing? You You all all right? You okay, (laughs) pal? All
1: right. Next one. Next one. (laughs) Dealer's choice.
0: Oh, I'm next, huh? Okay, so You're next. Shweta. The next one's from Shweta. Shweta. Uh, I, come, I come from a culture where it's very strongly believed that God Almighty is the only powerful being, and if you leave yourself in his care, you shouldn't be worried about anything. That being said, the followers still don't admit that ghosts don't exist either to spare others' feelings or their own faith in God is not as strong as they like to think. What's your take on this? Does God's power need to be opposite of other powerful beings? Uh, I mean— if I look at it from a Christian perspective, there's, hmm. you know, first of all, Catholicism believes in ghosts, period. They think it's a purgatory thing.
1: Right? Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true.
0: But you have the God, the, God, the Father,
1: the yeah, Son, right.
0: and the Holy Spirit. Right. It's in the title that it's the Spirit. <laughs> and so it exists in that. And I think uh, it, if, if it was just the Spirit, we would know that that's just one that there's only one spirit out there, right? Only yeah. one of the ghosts. But it's not the Holy Ghost, right? That's what it's also called. Yeah. If it was uh, the Father, the Son, and the Ghost, we would know there's only one Ghost. But they, it, it's not that. It's the Father, the yeah. Son, if and there's, the Holy if Ghost. If there's the need to make it distinct, there's then
1: there's, yeah, I guess.
0: Yeah. these are, And just because <laughs> it's not holy doesn't mean it's evil.
1: That's right? Tr- yeah, that's we are true. not holy,
0: but we're not evil.
1: I don't know. I I think I'm with you. I'm with you 100 percent. But i got to be honest, I don't really believe in God, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. so it's like for me, I have to kind of come into this question like, well, I I mean, this is this this sort of this sort of thought experiment is precisely why I have trouble believing in absolute, uh, you know, of any kind. Uh, you know, with, with very few exceptions, of course. But I don't really, you know, I think if there is a god, and there may, there very well may be. But if there is a god, I'm pretty sure our picture of of it, um, is woefully inadequate. And so, like, power, yeah. like what I think the concept of, I don't know, I just how do you, I look at it this way from a purely philosophical perspective. Notions, the concepts like power, other ghosts, whatever, all these things are beneath the Almighty, by definition, right? So what does it mean for the Almighty to have power? That means the Almighty has something that is lesser than itself. Um, You know, it's just, so it's weird. I don't, uh, it's it's strange to me. It's, they just, I feel like, when it comes to this, and this is just the the, the philosopher in me talking. When it comes to this kind of these kind of questions, as as interesting as they are, and as provoke as provocative as they can be, sometimes I feel like it's we're we're trying to apply different. Um, the, it's like when you try to apply the rules of one game to another game and and it doesn't work anymore. So it's like when mm-hmm. we're when we're having conversations about like ghosts and goblins and all that but how does that fit into, you know, a Judeo for for example, a judeo-christian worldview? It's like they there is some overlap but there's going to be some contradiction in there where uh, as well. And I'm fascinated by the contradictions, the unresolvable contradictions. Like I mean, right. you know, how do we say that like it's so it's I don't know. Uh
0: but I don't I don't uh I don't know. Well, for example, for example, on that, you know, the whole thing, there's only one God. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So with Judeo-Christian, you have the New Testament. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, I mean, uh, the Old Testament. Yeah, right. The yeah. the Old yeah, Testament, yeah, yeah. you have the Ten Commandments. And in the Ten Commandments, one of those commandments is thou shalt have no other God before me. Why is that a commandment if there are no other gods?
1: Right. Right. Right.
0: And so it could be that oh well you're Mm -hmm. creating gods by worshipping the false idols or whatever, but that's false idols. That's a different rule.
1: Yeah. This is
0: specifically no other gods. Even in
1: the in the books in the in the various books of Genesis, you know the 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 very first you know sentences, you know, and in the beginning God created the world. But in the in the original Hebrew that it's written in, uh, the word is not God. The word is Elohim, which is which can be either singular or plural. Yeah. So in other words. Uh, you know that that sentence could literally translate as "In the beginning, God created the earth," or it could be "In the beginning, the gods created the earth." You know, mm-hmm. and we don't, and we don't know. So I think. It's an example of our our ideas, our modern notions of God. I think it's it's kind of for me personally, and this is just my own opinion. But um, you know, I feel like our notions of God and and power and holiness and all that have just grown ever more simplified over the years. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, we have to. There's so much history well, and, and so they, many things to and, to try to roll it become, up in there. They become confused and and, and oversimplified political. It's and political, oh, of course.
0: So. So I don't know. I just
1: don't think I don't I don't trust anybody's concept of God, least of all my own. So
0: (laughs) I just kind of like, I don't know. And that, too. You know, I think this falls into the lines of some some thinking is like if it is not uh, songs that are glorifying God, then they're Mm -hmm. evil. If it's not um, art that is glorifying God, then it's inherently evil. And I don't think that's the case. I think, you know, if you think about it from our perspective, um, if a I believe if a God that says the only thing you can ever do is worship me, it's kind of an asshole.
1: Seems like a very and, sensitive God. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like a sort of narcissistic, sensitive narcissistic God, gaslighting yeah, God. Right. And I,
0: don't, I mean, and maybe he is. I don't know.
1: Um, yeah, I but don't I,
0: believe that he or she. I don't believe that yeah, they are. Right? I think, I'll say that, yeah. and uh, and so it's that it's that idea though that if it's not. This, this, the way that I believe God is, then mm-hmm. it's evil. Yeah. and if it's not exactly the way I believe God is, then it must mm. be bad. And I completely disagree with that line of thinking.
1: Yeah, I just, uh, yeah, I think it's like you
0: said. There's no way to know, and so you got to trust goodness. And if things are good, yeah. that and but it doesn't mean they're necessarily of God or I, you know if, I think, they can still be good. Well, they I don't think, have to be evil just because they're not.
1: I think, for the sake of simplicity, um, most people. And this is, I include myself in this, we tend, to, we tend to just want to be like, good and bad is just a shorthand we use to be able to file something away and not have to give it too much more thought because it's confusing <laughs> and it's and mm-hmm. maybe a little disturbing because it brings up things that we can't quite uh, process or articulate. So we're like, so it's easy to have this sort of artificial uh, distinction, good versus bad, when, when in reality, whatever we're talking about, it's always going to be more complicated than that. So
0: mm-hmm. that's, it's not right or it's it's not black or white and that's yeah. kind of which is not
1: know, to say that there is no such thing as right or wrong but but it's all about context really yeah uh, for absolutely. me so but yeah look at us look yeah, at us having these deep ass discussions
0: I know <laughs> thank on, you for that That's Twitter. a good thank question you. Twitter. thank you thank you hey it's commercial time
1: hey it's commercial time it's commercial time
0: <laughs> it's the first month of 2021 commercial time and hopefully the world will not be ending
1: look at that look uh, at that look at that follow to tell through
0: you. yeah <laughs> Yeah, we're here to tell you about our Patreon. Go to patreoncom intentions Find out about all of our tiers and ways that you can help support the podcast. We really, really appreciate it. We have two chats coming up for our Discord, which you can also join if you are a member of our Patreon and certain yes. tiers. Look for look for the Discord tiers.
1: And you get to at, talk to on, us. <laughs>
0: that's right, and then you can chat with us. It's really in fun. real time. Um, in real time, yeah, it's a good time. Uh, 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 on the sixteenth we will have a chat for everyone on the Discord at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh And on the 30th, we will have a chat for our Phantasm tier. Um, And that is one where they actually talked. We actually all talk. So it's pretty cool. Um, That's all I've got. Thank you for listening to this January commercial for Patreon.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We love you guys. Join us. Join join us on Patreon and join us for the chat. We look forward to hearing from you. Bye. Bye. Uh let's let's move on before we get angry letters. Um <laughs> 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 uh, this is from Brie Bray, B-R-E. I want to say Bray. Yeah, yeah. Bray. I want bray? to hear Bray. Bray. <laughs> bray. Um, for both of us, what's been your favorite story you've done research uh, for us uh, this far? Uh, uh, da da da, even if it ended up as an actually. Jay, I'll let you go first.
0: Um, f- Oh, gosh. You know, I always go back to the. Um, Axe Murder House, the asks Axe mm, Ax Murder House. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because that was when the door really opened for research for me, like learning to look for it in different ways. Yeah. So there are other ones that I've really, really enjoyed looking for, but this one really opened a door to a different type of research and a different way of looking mm-hmm. for things. Um, and so in likewise, two that you've done that really stand out to me is the um, – the, oh the the Winchester mansion. Yeah, yeah. That's and my, that fav- one, that's my favorite actually. Actually. that's my favorite yeah, actually. That's my favorite actually. Yeah. Um but it is very like it looks at the bigger picture mm-hmm. of what was happening then and that it's it's just attacking a woman for trying <laughs> because, to help because she dared and because maybe, she dared
1: have money and, right, and without and a husband. She
0: dared try to be helpful and maybe I see myself in that a little bit but <laughs> <laughs> without the money but still <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, so that one and then also the um the one one that really stands out is the Myrtle
1: plantation. Yeah, yeah that was another one.
0: Because there's so much of the mm-hmm. of the history that's based in racism that mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. Didn't know and didn't think about until you really did the research on it, and I thought it was really yeah. a great, you know. So now when people bring it up, I'll be like, "That's a racist story," <laughs> and then I tell people. <laughs> yeah, about well, because but... it is. It um is. yeah. You
1: know, uh, uh, my own, uh, my own favorite one uh, that I've done that that I fully expected to become an actually, but was not. Um, I just I was like, okay, no, this is real. Was was of course the uh, um, Skinwalker Skinwalker Ranch. That's yeah. such a great example of like. I mean that that is one. If it ever comes out that all those people were just having fun with us, I will be devastated because that that for yeah. me, like that's I hang so much of my belief, <laughs> my capacity for belief in the supernatural on that particular story because I think like oh god they did everything I would do to try to confirm right. uh, or or to explore what else it could be if not paranormal and and they still couldn't find an answer and and um so that that's my favorite that wasn't an actually that I t- fully expected to become one. But the deeper I got, the more the more convinced I became. Like, nope, this shit's real and weirder than I thought it was going yeah, into it.
0: Yeah, and just kept getting weirder. Yeah. That was um, a really
1: good one. Yeah. And I guess I really, um God, there's so many. I, I also really like the the Brown Lady of Random Hall. Um uh, mm-hmm. because it's it's one. it's a great example of I just love the symmetry of it, you know. Um, mm-hmm. going back. And it's not it's and it's gotta you know, it's Every good horror story or ghost story or movie or whatever needs at least one iconic, horrific scene that makes you go that that's yeah. the, that we think of, and there is that in the brown lady Random Hall. you yeah, know it's not just sure. always starting the star, it's like the, the the guy hiding in the in the alcove or in the uh, vestibule and seeing her look at him with that. it's so good. Uh, but yeah, but I, I love that story and and um and that story had components of both real and actually to it, and those are my fa- I like again, I like stories that we end up. With a more nuanced and complicated picture than we did before. Yes. So it's not always fun yeah. to debunk stuff, but it's fun to be, to debunk acts, uh, aspects of it. And then by de- by doing that, we open up the possibility of other interpretations that are like, oh, well, that's even more. Well, the truth is more. always
0: so much more interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. You know, and, yeah. and I
0: think it's because people want to know, they want to have direct answers. And we want to know exactly yeah. what this is, why it's here, what it's trying but to They want
1: to be able to file it away.
0: Uh And we can't do that in some of those stories. And I think that that is, it's fun to debunk the story, but still confirm the haunting.
1: That's what I always love about exploring the question of supernatural stuff, because it's impossible to file any of those things away without admitting to yourself what your base beliefs are. You know what I yeah. mean? So if you're a skeptic, you have to say, like, well, I just write this off, but my proof is, well, it's just because that that accords to my beliefs. Like, and other side of the coin is true mm-hmm. as well. Like, if you take it as granted that this creature is a demon or whatever, you have to, you know, you are... You have to be an active participant in how the facts are interpreted and you have to, which I, I love because it, if you're if you're a, a savvy uh, thinker, like I think we should all try to be, you realize the role that your own desires and needs are playing in how you look into something. And I think the supernatural does that because it's so confusing, because it's so weird, because it's such a contradiction. Uh, yeah. You know, I love it. So, yeah, that, that's that's what draws me to the supernatural in the first place is, one, they're fun. But, two, they really open out some interesting territory to explore how our brains work and, yeah. how, and how we and, tell ourselves stories and how we arrive at exactly. certain conclusions.
0: But also, uh, there's some really fucked up dramatic stories, and I'm in mm. it for that. Mm. Give me that crazy story. I want it. I'm morbid that way. And uh, yeah, I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to eat it up. Mm, Can't wait. Hmm. Love it. Mm, yeah. Hmm. All right. Um, what were your very first paranormal experiences that you can remember? We uh, talked about these.
1: Before. Yeah, my my first is is the the figure in the hallway outside my bedroom door. Uh, the mm-hmm. the weird like twisting dancing figure, which may have just been a you know hypnagogic hallucination, but it certainly felt real. But that was the first that was the first time I experienced something that was like that shouldn't be there and that makes no sense, but it's there. Um, yeah. That's the first time I had something like that happen. And I was very I was so young. I don't remember how young I was. Like it's one of those things. Like I could have been ten. I could have been three. I've no. <laughs> it's in that weird. Right. Yeah. It's like, in that weird. I think. Yeah. I, think
0: I was about seven or eight, and I. It's only because we moved a couple years later that I even can mm, like mm, narrow mm. it down to age. But that was when um, I woke up one Saturday morning. Or before everybody else, and I heard my dog scratching at the door to be let in, and I went to open the door, and she wasn't there, and I remembered that she had died; she'd been killed by a car. Mm. Um, mm. Nikki, our Great Dane, mm-hmm. and so uh, I started crying because I was really sad. And when my parents woke up; I was crying, and oh. they wanted to know what I was, why I was upset, and I told them what had happened and that I'd opened the door, and then I remembered she had died. Oh, ah. no. and um. Ooh. They, you know, my mom always takes over the story at that point and talks about how she had heard her um, scratching at the door and she could hear her collar jingle. And my dad, who never really admitted to experiences, um, he heard her scratching at the door and and heard chains jingling. And so we kind of put it together that she was still there and we heard her until we moved out of that out of that house. Oh, Yeah. Oh,
1: I love it's, animal it's, ghost so stories.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh goodness.
0: All right, hmm. uh, um,
1: Okay. the next one uh, comes from uh Justin.
0: Oh, that one was Stormy Gray, the previous one. I don't know if I said it.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, Stormy Gray. Stormy Gray was the last one, and this one comes from yep. uh, Justin Eddins. Eddins, Eddins, Eddins. I'm going to say it like Eddins. Justin Eddins. I met I met him at uh, at a con in uh, uh, Jacksonville, oh. Florida, yeah, a couple years ago. Nice, nice fella. Uh, what's a location you haven't been to but that you would love to visit for a good ghost story? And what's a ghost you haven't discussed on the show that you feel needs more attention? Mm.
0: There's I... so many that need more attention.
1: There's so I'll so many, that. and sometimes I don't really know what they are because, I'm, uh, because they need more attention. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit, yeah,
1: I didn't know about that. I love discovering yeah. new ghost stories. Um, I'm trying to think of, of ones I, I'm... I'm always attracted to the idea of a story that everyone thinks they know, that's like so popular that everyone thinks they have it down pat, but when you dig a little further you realize, oh no, there's a lot more to the story than anyone actually, you know, that most people know. Like the Myrtles Plantation was one where I feel like that's a story Mm -hmm. everyone feels like they know, but when you really start to look at it, it is very very different. Um, I love stuff like that. So I would say the Myrtles Plantation but that's not a a ghost that needs more attention, but that is, I think, a ghost story that needs more attention because of what it says about our culture and about oh god racism and the history of of mm-hmm. uh, the US you know that looking at that story is in in at the real story behind how the ghost story of the myrtle's plantation grew and in, came into existence is a is a right. kind of a for me at least a sort of microcosm of the history of the United States um
0: i would also say Maybe ones that need more attention are ones that are um, promoted by hotels that aren't true. And there's really no history behind <laughs> yeah. it until a hotel starts reporting, oh, did you know all these famous people stayed here and are now haunting it? And it's like, no, they're not. Yeah. We've we've come into a lot of those. We don't always report on them because it's yeah. a bummer. It's not as exciting right, as right. finding the true stories. There's so many true ones out there that we would rather do that than be bummed out by all yeah. of these hotels that are lying for the money.
1: <laughs> I'll go back to to, to paranormal uh, stories um, just generally that I think need more attention as I, I do I, I like the the spectrum of Bigfoot sightings that that mm. fall into the really like into the high strangeness category I wish more people, more experts would look more seriously at those because uh, there's quite a few of them, and I intend to do an episode one day, um, but those are those are fascinating to me because it's it's just so incredibly weird as far as locations, man, at this point, I just want to go anywhere that 's not my house
0: <laughs> yeah right we and we've had we've been asked this before, I think probably on the discord, but generally, we like to tie in. Uh, looking like if we go to a convention, we try to go somewhere haunted while we're at that convention. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So now it's like a destination thing, yeah, right? Like right. where do we want to go? Because there's for sure going to be something haunted there. So yeah, it's like. Especially. Mm. especially in a city. one of the main things that we've talked about this one is the one on um, is it in Jamaica, or the island Where, uh, where yeah yeah where
1: uh, Noel Coward. Uh, Coward. Uh, yeah uh, yeah, the, it's, um, is, not, yeah. Is it not Goldeneye? Because that's in Fleming's estate, but it's um,
0: right. But it's on the same. It's on the, the same, same side area. of it. Yeah, it's Is on the, the same coast. Yeah,
1: yeah. That. that but yeah, uh, you can
0: stay there, and it's super haunted. And I would love to. See yeah,
1: yeah. Just all. Yeah. And
0: also go to an island.
1: Um, it's there's a place that I that I have been to many times, and I want to go back as Key West to do more mm. exploration. So that oh, I would love uh, to go
0: to Key West. Key yeah. West, oh,
1: it's one of my favorite places uh, in the world. Clearly, it's we just, just a- want to go
0: to an island right now. If you ask us in six months, we might change our <laughs> mind. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like, "What's? Co- um, we want to go to a mountain." <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, goodness. Thank you. Thank you for that question. All right. Yes. What's next? Lynn
0: is our ne- is our next Hello, questioner. Lynn. Submitter, um I've noticed Michael sometimes talks about the last podcast on the left. So what's one topic you guys would love to cover from them that they haven't really touched base on but has briefly talked about it when it comes to the paranormal.
1: Uh god, I love that podcast. They they mostly focus on true crime type stuff, especially in the mm-hmm. past couple of years. Um but uh, the really good paranormal stuff they've done I, is what leads me to a topic for our show. So, like, I've done, I did the Black Monk uh, Pontifact because I listened to their episode mm-hmm. and was like, I've that's I've got to do my own dive on that. Um, they have also done, but more recently, uh, in fact, I guess their most recent delve into the sort of quasi paranormal was they did a like a three or four parter on Madame Blavatsky, the the you know towering. Early 20th century figure in in um, this not the spiritualist movement, but she's associated with spiritual, spiritualism. But not not she was actually kind of opposed to it. But she was uh, she was sort of the counterport uh, counterpart to Aleister Crowley, and and being mm. like an incredibly famous alternative mystic. Uh, for her day and like she she was the uh, undisputed uh, you know godmother of the new age movement much as though she may bowl in her grave to think that but i would love to delve into that more and because the last podcast and left guys but they've literally left no stone unturned so i would just have to crib from them ruthlessly
0: (laughs) Um. (laughs) there are resource um I would say I would love to take some of their their deep dives into crime and then see what's associated with that that's haunted.
1: Make it like a whoopsies because, ghost.
0: <laughs> yeah, like this this story happened that they did, and here's the ghost that's related to it. Maybe here's their story that they did. Maybe we could... Like look and yeah. do something like that. That would be kind of fun.
1: They are such um, a great podcast. I love them. I love their energy. I love their research. I just yeah, I love it. They're sure. so much fucking fun and it satisfies it satisfies my need for like dark, twisted shit on the weekly. Um the next one comes from
0: Oesley.
1: What is your favorite go to snack and drink, alcoholic or non?
0: Uh are we eating healthy or are we not eating healthy?
1: It says go to, so I'm going to say unhealthy because I don't go to healthy stuff. It just I eat it because I feel like I have to, but uh, calling it a go to is, I go um, to healthy food like I go to the doctor. It's not, <laughs> right. I do it because I right. have to, but it's not a it's not a destination I prefer.
0: Right. If it's a regular one, it's just hummus and some
1: crackers. Um.
0: And but. If it's like a not a good one, it's Doritos, just nacho cheese Doritos, <laughs> fucking, yes uh, and drink. then the drink would be like the like go to drink Coke, just straight coke, yeah. give yeah. me a regular coca cola,
1: mine is Coke zero, uh yeah, alcoholic is gin and tonic, I just they're simple and and uh, I just have a thing for good gin,
0: champagne, mm, that's mine, mm, mm. yeah.
1: And uh, my go to snack, it depends. Like, if I'm making it myself, uh, I'm, I've been crazy lately about uh, Muhammara, the, the, um, mm, the mm-hmm. Mediterranean dip. Uh, the, well, it's the Aleppo dip which is so fucking good so i'll just take that with some naan bread or or celery or whatever it's just so fucking good um but if it's not me cooking and it's just what's lying around man halo top ice cream (laughs) so (laughs) good so good if we find out that it's really bad for you like really bad for you i'm so fucked right oh yeah yeah
0: um oh you're up am i up no. I no I'm up. You're, okay. You're up. Morbid How Rose. This is from Morbid <laughs> Rose. Now that Michael is living in LA, any plans to bring Jamie out this year and go to the comedy store to find the mafia ghosts?
1: I mean, that'd be great. I'd love to, but let's let's Yeah, we're not really maybe, making plans maybe, right now. Maybe the ne- maybe maybe next year. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, because I don't want to yeah, I don't no want to become one of the comedy store ghosts. No. Um so yeah, right. no, I would love to I'd love to go to the comedy yeah. store and so yeah, but yeah, definitely once once covid blows over. We have dreams. We're going to Jamie no I'm going to have Jamie come out here as often as possible and we're going to go visit some landmarks I want to go see. I want to show you the Hollywood sign. Which is incidentally it, that's what uh, we did our first history uh, was on the right. uh, was on uh, 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 Meg Pentwistle the the ghost yeah. uh, supposedly haunts the area around the Hollywood sign so we can go visit I haven't even visited it yet because it's it's a bit of a drive away and we just don't leave the house because it's you know yeah we don't feel safe that area
0: is really pretty up in there it's
1: so gorgeous we do have a decent view of it though of the uh, I should say the other side of that mountain because we're we're in Burbank which looks like mm-hmm. yeah we're we're separated from L A proper. Downtown L.A. Yeah. by by the Hollywood Hills and the Hollywood sign faces L.A. So we can't see the Hollywood sign, but we can see the hill that it's on. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah I went up there when I was in L.A. last with my friend Amy and we just drove around. We were going to go to the um, oh, the thing where you look at stars. What is it? The, it's at the
1: top. The, the uh, observatory.
0: Observatory, thank you. (laughs) The thing with the stars, you observe the stars from them. What's that called?
1: Oh, I can't remember, I should Uh, know this. I live here uh, now, I should know these things.
0: Observatory, it is observatory, that's what it's called. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Uh, So, but we got up there and um, Amy and I are very similar in the way that we like to go sightseeing and it was like, there's a lot of people there we've seen the outside of it that's fine and, and so apparently there was a concert or something so we just ended up getting lost in the hills and that was a good time we enjoyed that yeah All right. Um, okay Let's see. next
1: have you ever had spooky things happen on the podcast itself yes we've had weird All noises happen things have happened while we record when we were recording in person at Jamie's place before uh, the pandemic mm-hmm. We, had, we heard knocking on the door. We heard a voice on the other side of a wall where there was no room. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: We've had yeah. a cat meow uh-huh, on the, that uh-huh. you guys, yeah, you guys were the ones that heard that and let yep. us know that there's a cat meowing on the yep. podcast and neither one of us have cats.
1: So yep. That was fun. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> it was weird.
0: It was really weird.
1: Oh. All right. So
0: yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot.
1: So, lightning round. Let's see if we can get how fast we can get through the, the others cuz we're already we're okay, long. Okay. We're running so long. I'm so proud of us, but god, it's hot in here, Tiny. <laughs> 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 uh, let's see. Okay. Uh, where are we next? Uh, oh, 14. it's your turn. It's your turn. Yeah, you're yeah. you're yeah. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. Sorry,
0: Daniel. Um, previous question. Oh, sorry, it was Ant. Okay, Daniel. Would you ever consider using tarot cards as a means to connect with ghosts? Since a Ouija board is a bad idea. Have and do.
1: <laughs> no, oh, no, I don't. Um, no it's... tarot
0: cards. Well, I guess the tarot cards aren't really. No, I, I actually have. I mean, yeah, I use tarot I cards.
1: The, I use the... tarot cards, but I don't. I don't use it to like get, connect directly with a spirit. If because um, that seems like the same um, principle as a Ouija our board. Our psychic
0: does though. Our psychic does. Does she connect with? Does
1: she does she connect with spirits before. or does she just kind of tap into what they are? Well, yeah, I guess I don't know. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I know tarot cards pretty well, but I'm not proficient. I don't understand how to use them to actually get in touch with the spirit world. It's not how I. It's not how I learn, it, so right. I don't know. So I wouldn't because I don't know how. Yeah. Um yeah. I'd let someone else
0: do it though, if they were. From
1: uh, arrows one thirty, what is a place you would be surprised is haunted? Any retail, Nowhere. any real, any retail store. <laughs> No,
0: I think why they're would, all haunt. I why think would, everything's haunted. Why would anyone
1: degree. want to hang out there?
0: <laughs> I know, but we've heard stories of retail yeah. stores that are haunted. So, yeah. It's, but it's a sex shop. I get why people would would haunt that. That's just a good time. <laughs> uh, Janie Moran, uh, what is your favorite haunted location or story? We've already talked about the stories. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, also, wanted to put out there, thank you for making the podcast. It never fails to make me feel better or laugh after a bad day of work. I'm a nursing student, life, sex, in the hospital setting. Oh God, it, thank you. Oh, thank you, thank Please you. Stay um, Please stay safe. Please stay safe favorite it's, location I mean my house yeah, I really love my house yeah it's hard so, to pick a
1: favorite pick, yeah. it's hard to pick a favorite but I do love I do love things that spooky shit that happened in the woods that's that's. Yeah. I, I, did, I tend to be the most I find those stories to be the most spine tingling
0: yeah, me too. And they keep me from going into the woods. So I like it. It's, just, it's safety. Uh, uh, okay. From
1: uh, the this, this person with no name. Uh, what What do you think of Goatman's Bridge? I think it's hilarious. I used to hang out there when I was a teenager and it's yeah. total bullshit. Like it's just a bunch nobody's of... nobody's done Goatman's
0: Bridge like BuzzFeed
1: Unsolved. Yeah, it's so funny. That's
0: the best like, Goatman's Bridge ever. I think ever. it's funny
1: because I used to be like one of those kids that they would you have mistaken ashamed. for a fucking Satanist. Just because we yeah. go out there to like get higher.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and we're like, yes. oh my God, I think we're taking Let's just, let's lean into it. Um, yeah. I think, I think it's fucking hilarious. Um, I don't think it's haunted. I don't think there's anything out there. I think it's just an urban legend that, that um, uh, young people like myself have wisely adopted to have a place that they can go and party. <laughs>
0: yeah. Right. And Goatman's <laughs> Bridge and... and... is in Denton, oh, yeah. Denton, Texas. Denton, Texas. So Denton, Denton, Texas. that's, that's what we're talking about. But yeah, if you have not seen BuzzFeed Unsolves. Uh, uh, Goatman's Bridge. Mm. You absolutely mm. have to see mm. it. It is so great. It is so great. Um, if you had to stay a night in a haunted place, which place would it be?
1: Uh, oh God. Um,
0: uh, I'm gonna uh, stick with my house.
1: you stick with us. <laughs> um, I Jesus, I don't know. Um, God, I, I can't. I can't think of one off the top of my head. Um, okay. I would okay. love. Well, uh, the 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 Hampton Court Palace. Let's say that. I would love to stay there. Oh, because that's it's, a good one too. Because it's yeah, fucking yeah. Hampton Court Palace.
0: Yeah, I'm going to take over so that I'll just read them all and then we don't have to go. Okay. Um, have you ever thought about doing live investigations and posting what you find? Yes. Yes, we have thought about that. <laughs>
1: what fr- one day. One day.
0: <laughs> one day. What frightens you the most? This is a whole episode.
1: Oh, God, yeah. Uh, right, existential There's a lot dread? of things. I, I mean, it's death. Death scares the shit out of me. I think everything boils down to a fear of death. Every, I think every fear can be reduced down to a fear of death, basically. Um, that, That's General what I think.
0: General betrayal? So.
1: Yeah, okay. but that but that's um, death, isn't it? I mean that that's kind of that kind of harkens back to death. Betrayal feels like death. Rejection feels like death. All those things yeah. feel like death to me. So I think for me it's just death, not just death. But like I'd be like, what am I most afraid of? Fucking dying, because right. I don't know what right. it is, and it
0: being in an awful way. Yeah, yeah, no, it's too much. Yeah. We can't answer yeah. this fast.
1: Yeah, okay, yeah, that's, that's not a hashtag- shotgun question. <laughs> yeah.
0: What hashtag actually frustrates you the most? When you know the facts, but others keep perpetuating false stories.
1: Winchester. Winchester. Myrtles. Winchester and Myrtles.
0: And myrtle, yes, plantation. both of yeah. those, both yeah. of those, yeah. yeah, both of those. Yeah, I think I hear the Winchester more often, probably yeah. because the movie came out recently. But both of those, yeah, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. So has Jack experienced anything else at work before quarantine? I believe in one of the Twitch live streams or one of the episodes, Jamie mentioned that Jack experienced something weird at work. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, he hasn't because he's been home. He experiences the things that we've experienced yeah. at home, hearing someone upstairs. No, they have shared spooky
1: experiences. Um,
0: yeah, and he has had some things happen when I'm not here and that is always a delight to me uh i believe in one let's see what also has michael and this is from nina if i didn't say that also has michael and brandon's roommate experienced any any spooky things seeing michael had even got got oh with the dolls
1: oh 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 yeah no i got permission to take the picture of that doll so it's not like we're not haunted by robert the doll thank god but i just don't want to take pictures of the picture because you know that's just not it's rude um but yeah, no. Uh, yeah. Devin really doesn't experience much of anything. If he did, he'd let us know. But he doesn't really. No, I, we yeah. don't. We don't have any. We don't have much. Uh, we've never had much activity in wherever we live. There mm-hmm. might be one or there was a couple of times for a few months in our old place where we had some weird shit going on. But I think that was more the building we lived in than our specific unit. Um, and then it just then it stopped. So it just we don't we don't get a whole you a moved. whole lot. Yeah. And I moved and we moved in a new place, which, I mean, like nothing really odds happened here except the light going on and off in the bathroom, which that hasn't happened much lately either. So I think it was just the place settling into being lived in. Uh, like, yeah. you know, like I think just like the wiring figuring itself out and shit like that. So we don't really, don't uh, we don't knock on wood. We don't really experience much in the way of supernatural stuff here now. It's been it's been pretty quiet. Cool. And we're here all the fucking time. So we'd know. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. So So, uh, but yeah, no, nothing yet. Nothing yet.
0: Okay. Um our last two questions are from Kathy. Mm-hmm. Uh, what questions do you really wish people would stop asking at cons specifically? <laughs> um when's the next episode or next season of DXD? That's mine. How do I how
1: do I how do I become a voice actor? When's the next season of insert show here? Um uh um and uh, what's the one oh my god I also hate being asked ship questions of any ship, kind yeah. I just don't yeah I understand like if, if you're into that that's so so cool that's all you but uh, we actors don't really think like that because it's sort of
0: because we just, know the actors and we can't not put especially the you know we're, we're and we're
1: also we're often also playing very young people and I don't want to think about young people having sex because it seems fucking creepy to do that and so yeah. I'm just like nah, I don't really think about shipping my teenage characters with other characters because I'm fucking 44 <laughs> It's right. weird to think that for me. So, I just, they just, the, qu- the shipping questions make me very uncomfortable uh, because I'm like, I don't want to think about that. I don't want to think in yeah. terms of my character's sexuality unless it's, un- unless, you know, as an actor, I need to get in that headspace to perform the role. And very few roles require that. And, you know, but still, yeah. So, the, I, I don't like, the, I don't particularly like the shipping questions. I don't mm-hmm. like being asked how to become a voice actor because it seems like, God, there's so many resources you could use to find that out without asking me uh, or a voice yeah, actor. I live don't in like person. any
0: question that's an easy Google answer. Yeah. Right? If you could yeah. Google that. I also, hey, I'd also, I'm also i not a fan of favorites questions uh, of any
1: strat. Yes, I just don't what's like your favorite? them.
0: This one was what I was gonna say. What's your favorite voice, or what's your favorite character? And this is because we have a lot, and it's not the whole like you have to you choosing one of your children mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we all know that your parent could choose one of your children. You know if you're the favorite, like that we all just know that, right? <laughs> so, and if you're listening this to this uh, podcast with your parent, then you are the favorite. I'm just gonna say that right now. Uh, <laughs> so, um. With that, mm. sometimes it's hard because our favorite may not be the favorite of the person asking the question. Yeah. And so am I going to let that person down because their favorite role that I've done is not my favorite that I've done? Yeah, and so there's this, I don't ever want to hurt anybody's feelings. And also my favorites rotate depending upon the day. yeah, right?
1: i I try to it's, get away from I, i've I've tried to discipline myself in getting away from trying to rank my experiences of stuff in terms of what least to best cuz i kind of feel like it's a bullshit Endeavor, Like, I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't, like, what does it matter what my favorite is? Like you said, it's going to change depending on, like, today. Mm -hmm. This is, I look in terms of, like, what do I need right now? Well, I need this book because that's, it's going to speak to this thing that I need to process right now. So I want to go to that book. And so in that moment, it's my favorite, but it may not be my favorite thing for a different set of experiences. You know what I mean? So I don't like picking favorites because I just feel like, what's the point? I, I I get, it's, it's, uh, it can be an easy, it's, again, it's an easy question. And I feel that, that when it's asked, it's, it's a question that it's, it's, it's the kind I don't like questions with with easy right, wrong, black and white answers. Um, yeah. again, well, too, I, I feel like so people many... just want to file things away and not have to think about them. So we're like, what's your favorite thing? Blue? Awesome, cool. Now we don't have to think about that question anymore. And I'm like, yeah. no, 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 no. That that question's gonna come up a lot. Like, you know, what's my favorite book and why or whatever. Like I don't I don't like to just I don't like to file things away. You know what I mean?
0: Well and also too, it's it's there's more for us than just the character, right?
1: It's the mm-hmm. experience, right? Mm-hmm. So
0: for me, Chloe from Spice and Wolf is one of my favorites, but I never say it because people don't think about it. But it's a favorite because she's a great character, but also because we had such a magical moment in the booth Mm -hmm. working on on Spice and Wolf together. Mm -hmm. And yet, and so it's hard to be able, well, this is one of my favorites for many reasons. And so sometimes it's about the experience and not necessarily the the character or, you know, whatever. So. Uh, yeah. Okay, ghost related. Have you ever peed on yourself while doing research for the podcast? <laughs> no, no, I have not either. We have straw. We know we're older, but we still have full control uh, yeah, no, of our I have, bowels. Yeah,
1: I have never. <laughs> I have never been so scared in my life that I've peed. Uh, you know, no, I've, I I've I've been so scared that I farted. That's different. <laughs> But I've never been so scared that I've peed myself. I'm not. I, I, it just hasn't happened. Yeah. And that's not to say I don't get scared, but that's just not how my fear manifests. Right. It, it, it manifests in gas.
0: Yeah, Dot does that. Dot gets, <laughs> if she gets too excited, she'll piddle just a little bit. But I'm not, I'm not piddle, that. I piddle just a that. little. Just a little. <laughs> just a little, like a little piddle. And a so in the piddle. morning time, if Jack's going to start playing with her or something, I'll be like, she hasn't been out yet. And it's like, oh.
1: Okay. <laughs> You're playing with fire or the opposite of fire.
0: Yeah. Yeah. When in doubt, we just bring our dogs into it. Um, so yeah, nope. Never peed myself because I've been scared. Uh, uh
1: God, yeah, that's funny. It's, Some people yeah. do. Some people do. Some people do. Some people, that's, 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 true. that's, that's, that's just not fear my response, but that's not mine.
0: That's not my scare language. Uh... Is that a thing? Like, language? <laughs> I don't know. That's not my scare language. Uh, my scare but... language is to, is to fight back. <laughs>
1: I might pee. Scared, I might I'd pee on it. something that I'm afraid of.
0: <laughs> like, get away, everybody, yeah. me! <laughs> yeah. I get angry if I'm genuinely scared I get angry.
1: You don't pee on yourself, you get pissed.
0: That's right. It's different. Similar but different.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank oh, you guys really for your questions. This was really yeah, fun. This was, this was nice really and It's a good way to get back in the in the routine. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So thank you, guys. So if you have
0: questions, we will do this in the future. Uh, I guess it just depends yeah, on I don't know, how not? long it takes to get questions. So send your questions in mm-hmm. uh, to ghoulintentions.com into submission. Um, you can also tweet them to us and uh, at, at ghoulintent on Twitter. Uh, But also send us your ghost stories, you know, over the holidays. Did you have any creepy ghost stories? Um, Is there, you know, a spooky ghost of democracy somewhere in your house? (laughs) Like, just let us know what your ghost stories are Uh, (laughs) at the same place at the (laughs) the Cool Intentions website. Uh, Yeah. Um, And, you know, um, at the next (laughs) time... Okay, we have two episodes before we have a new president, this one included.
1: Oh, God, I can't fucking wait. Can you believe it? I can't fucking
0: wait. I just want it. I want it. And can we just take a minute and just like love that for a minute? Oh, God, it's
1: just going to be nice to have a normal news cycle for a little while.
0: Right. I feel Uh, like there's just like a constant level of anxiety for uh the past several weeks that's going to go away.
1: Oh, fucking hope. I hope. I hope. That'd be nice. I'm pessimistic. We're hopeful. We're We're,
0: hopeful. We're taking our cynical hearts and hoping for the best. Yep.
1: But anyway, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate you. Stay safe. Stay sane. And remember, it's it's okay okay to sleep sleep with the lights lights on.
0: on.